Well, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here on another thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday. And hello to all of my friends out there in the great state of Missouri today, by the way. Friends, I was uh, I was up helping my brother. He hurt his back and he was not able to move around and his sink got clogged. I mean, there was all, <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff was happening. So I, I was out of town. I was on the road uh, and he lives out in the sticks where there's no reception, kind of like me, but just in a different pl- spot in the state. So that was uh, what was going on there. And at, throughout circumstance, I had the opportunity to talk to, I, w- I was stayed at a Best Western right next to the Lewis McCord Air Force Base, and I got to talk to some troops that were there training, um, you know, <laughs> guys that were, you know, like in single digits when I, when I ETS'd in 2002. But that, uh, that, that led to some good conversations with some guys from Missouri, and they were talking about what the hell's going on in the country. And so I know, you know, people all across the Fruited Plains are listening, uh, are in fact tuning into what's happening in the world right now. So today's Torch Report 451. I'm going to be talking about the sad, miserable state of things, and we'll be surveying the entire scope of the situation, and then I just want to point out that there is a silver lining to all of it. So I just want to see if I can kind of casually lay it all out there, lay out the chaos in a a somewhat leisurely fashion here, Uh, in, in no particular order. But first up, you know, Republicans are living an enormous lie. This is an article that was actually shared uh, to me from a listener. It's from the from the spectator dot org. But and I'm just going to read a little excerpt here. It says, quote, Republicans don't mention the January 6th prisoners. There's no recompense for those brought before the January 6th committee, the one that destroyed evidence. The January 6th footage is still not released. Donald Trump is facing more than 90 charges and 700 years in prison. The Federal Bureau of Investigation uh, is placing agents in Catholic churches to look for dissidents. The DOJ is prosecuting people and dropping charges at the last minute just to make people suffer. The persecution is the point. All across the fruited plains, American citizens doing perfectly legal things are being arrested because they deign to disagree. Republicans respond by whistling past the graveyard in a meaningless debate, debating meaningless things, period, end quote. Republicans are living an enormous lie. And I would say that the enormous lie right now is that we're going to vote ourselves out of this mess. And what the spectator did there was just line out all these things and more. Uh, The Republican Party bosses have done nothing No accountability, no restoration of justice, nothing but a perversion of justice and persecution of the political opponents to the deep state two-party establishment. So that said, the second uh, little point of chaos here, I'm going to go through 10 points of chaos, I guess. I don't know if I I did uh, call it that or not. But anyway, you know, 10 points I want to make out here. The second is that Musk says weaponized government agencies don't wish good things for me, right? He says, quote, there does seem to be 
some significant increase in the weaponization of government and really a sort of misuse of prosecutorial discretion in many areas. I think this is really a dangerous thing for there to be partisan politics within government agencies, period, end quote, according to the genius brainchild Elon Musk. There's, it's dangerous for partisan politics to be within government agencies. That's exactly what we're facing, friends, and weaponized government is, in fact, a threat to everyone, regardless of your shape, size, stripe, colors, or political affiliations. The third point of chaos I'd point out today is that the IRS is deploying artificial intelligence to catch tax evasion. IRS deploying artificial intelligence to catch tax evasion? What? I mean, that's just enough said. I mean, what do you got? You don't even have to expound on that. You want to talk about weaponized government agencies. Now, the fourth point, G20 leaders are set to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on their unsuspecting and unwilling peasant serfs. <laughs> oh, man. So the G20, the biggest uh, you know, leaders of the globe, right? They're, the, the leading the way of the G20 actually right now is it's India's turn. And India has rolled out what they call the India Stack India stack of digital public infrastructure. It's the digital ID and the digital currencies. And they're doing this to enhance financial inclusion in the domains of health, education, and social welfare. Directly reading right off their report there. Okay, so this this digital currency, digital ID, you know, it, it's it's digital inclusion. It's it's enhancing financial inclusions. So the IRS can use their weaponized AI to reach out and yank the cash right out of your pocket. Uh, but what they want is much more than just what, your money. Okay, they want they want your mind. They want your heart and soul. Okay, it's not just about you know digital currency and digital IDs. It's not just about managing your money, okay? It, it, because, again, in their own words, financial inclusion in the domains of health, education, and social welfare. So there you have it, friends. The fifth point of chaos to point out today is the National Guard has been deployed to assist with a spiraling migrant crisis. The spiraling migrant crisis is, is striking up there in Massachusetts where they've now released the Massachusetts National Guard. They've officially been deployed as a rapid response team to assist with the state's bursting migrant shelters uh, as pressure mounts for the president to address the crisis in the state. Oh my gosh, you know, well, how the hell... Are all these migrants getting up to Massachusetts anyway? Enough that they have to deploy the National Guard with a rapid response team. Hmm, could they possibly be being bussed in from the southern border? I don't know. The uh, Democrat governor of Massachusetts, I lived in Massachusetts for a while, by the way. I've explored all over. I live just uh, north of the Hartford, Connecticut airport, actually, and I uh, got this tool around up there in New England, backpacking, hiking, kayaking, New Hampshire, v Vermont all that kind of stuff up there. Rhode Island, Connecticut. It's beautiful. New, New England is beautiful, particularly this time of year. Anyway, De Democrat Governor Maura Healey has declared a state of emergency because of the strain on the shelter system. But let me just <laughs> show you how stupid and head buried up the backside this lady is, okay, this governor. She says, and I quote, Massachusetts is in a state of emergency and we need all hands on deck to meet this important, this moment, important moment and ensure that family 
families have access to safe shelters and basic services. We, we need to use the National Guard to make sure the illegal aliens have, have, have safe shelter and basic services. <laughs> it's maddening, friends. Maddening, I tell you. How about using the National Guard to shore up our nation's borders for freaking crying out loud? Now, six point of chaos. Nancy Pelosi has announced that she is coming back from the grave to seek re-election to Congress in 2024. She's not done yet. She's coming back for some more. And to me, friends, that one's just a little hard to stomach. Uh, but even worse than Nancy Pelosi uh, seeking re-election to Congress, I can't imagine why anybody in their right mind would support that. But even worse than that, she, uh, during her interview announcing this uh, seeking re-election, she said that Kamala Harris is politically astute and that, you know, politically astute Kamala Harris uh, is, is just not getting the credit that she deserves. Oh, effing gag me. Now, seventh point of chaos. Biden makes the first public comments of uh, since the impeachment inquiry has been launched against him. Mind you, this Impeachment inquiry is little more than political circuits. But Biden, he's he's finally spoke out about it, right? I mean, this is just unfolding this week. I'm sure you've heard about it ad nauseum if you listen to folks like Sean Hannity. Now, President Biden seems fairly unfazed by the effort to uh, for for the Republican effort to run an investigation to run an inquiry. They're not impeaching him, mind you. They're just, it's an impeachment inquiry. But he's very unfazed by the impeachment inquiry, and he insists that he remains focused on serving the American people in his typical stellar fashion. Biden has gone on the record to say, I don't quite know why. I just don't know why. Uh, I don't know why they're doing this impeachment inquiry, but he's pretty sure it's because Republicans want to shut down the government, which I would say... You know, link that back to the first point that Republicans are living an enormous lie. There's a really good example. There's lots of examples of that we're going to get into today. But, you know, Biden doesn't understand why the Republicans are launching an impeachment inquiry. They just want to shut down the government because they're a bunch of racist, far-right-wing extremists. Now, eighth point of chaos. Trump says, I did a great job on COVID and I never got credit for it. Huh. You know, it's like frumpy Trump. You know, I did a great job on COVID and I never got credit for it. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I was going to get into some more on Operation Warp Speed today, but as it turns out, we're not even going to have time to get to that. Okay. I just, Dr. Robert Malone put out something that was really uh, super dense and technical, but it explains exactly why the mRNAs are calling, causing all these blood clots. Never mind that. Ninth point of chaos. Kevin the Schmuck McCarthy, WEF hack rhino, drops the F-bomb, venting his frustration with actual conservative members of the GOP. <laughs> Over at thehill.com this morning, quote, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, schmuck from California, vented his frustration about the hardline conservatives holding up the appropriations process, dropping an expli explicative. <laughs> he dared his fiercest critics to attempt to vote him out. He actually said, if you want to, if you want to uh, call for, you know, call for my ouster, well, f call me out, you know, f call me out, you know, beep, <laughs> I'm not afraid of you, just let's do it, okay, because the Freedom Caucus right now is threatening to vote Kevin the Schmuck McCarthy out because Kevin the Schmuck McCarthy continues to lie through his damn teeth, break every agreement he ever made, and 
betray and backstab the American people. So yeah, the Freedom Caucus is holding his feet to the fire, and he says, I'm not afraid of them. Try to vote me out. All right? And by the way, Senate Minority Leader Mitch the Turtle McConnell. You know good old Mitch kind of gets lost in the days from time to time. Looking on with his keen wits and sharp eye, he's called the entire situation a pretty big mess. Uh, that, that's a pretty big mess. <laughs> American politics are a pretty big mess. All right. Tenth point of chaos, friends. Mike Pence. Mike Pence. Ooh, Mike Pence. He just got an article out talking about Mike Pence, how he got his advice on how to be a good VP from Joe Biden. Now, try to reconcile that in your head. Mike Pence got his advice on being a VP from Joe Biden. Maybe that's why he didn't do anything to save our nation. I don't know. But former vice president and current presidential contender, uh, the consummate spineless shyster Mike Pence, went on the record to praise the Obama-Biden years. Yes, friends, Mike Pence praises the Obama years. Uh, Obama, Obiden, Obiden? This is like the fourth term. Anyway, he claimed that they had a great working relationship. And sadly, friends, this used-up political stooge, he fails to see that the whole world is laughing at him. No one likes him. And Americans can basically see him for the shill that he is. He's kind of like Jeb Bush. And the others before him, the, the people that the P- Republican Party bosses can continue to prop up as a viable representative of we the people, completely ignoring the will and the voice of we the people in the process. Mike Pence is about as tuned in to the American people as Nancy effing Pelosi. And I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. Actually, they haven't thought about running together because surely that would be a winning ticket for America. Not now. Friends, I think it would be difficult to quantify this steamy heap of garbage. It's just so big, and it's so immense, and you know, it's so impactful. Uh, how all of this is going on is going to impact the future of our country. I don't even know how to wrap our heads around it. Of course, all of this is really just political circus, like I said at the beginning. It's just a distraction. It's smoke and mirrors. It's about as meaningless as the last Republican debate. Or NASA's, today NASA has a timely live stream UFO press conference. So you might get sucked into that at some point today. But spoiler alert, you know, despite a great deal of evidence to the contrary, the official narrative on UFOs is that there is still no credible evidence thus far of extraterrestrial activity off world technology or objects that defy the known laws of physics. Period. End quote. Reading directly from the press release. So there you have it. Nothing to see here, friends. Moving along. Moving along. Moving along. There are uh, there are a handful of honorable mentions I want to toss on the table here, too. Just kind of tie it back into what we've been talking about this week a little bit. Uh, do you remember the demands for slavery reparations over there in California? Well, You know, evidently, now, news of this new brilliant idea that you could just stamp your feet, throw a fit, and demand billions of dollars in slavery reparations. That brilliant idea travels fast, because now there are several Caribbean nations who are demanding a staggering $33 trillion in slavery reparations of their own. Wow! (laughs) You know, those pissed off Haitians and Cubans, you know, they're out there, Caribbeans, you know, we demand that you give us $33 trillion (laughs) and a formal apology. Uh, They actually have concocted a 10-point plan 
for repertory justice. That's how they're going to make sure that everybody gives them their $33 trillion in slavery reparations. It's just, it's, it's fruity. It's nutty. It's, it's bizarre. It's beyond the pale. It's, it's over the top, friends. You cannot make this stuff up. So that's out there today. Also out there uh, is news that some of the lefties are starting to sound the alarm over what's happening in Ukraine. They're saying, hey, you know, that Secretary of State, Anthony frickin' Blinken, I really don't like that guy, but he stands to make a lot of money off this war over in Ukraine. So the lefties are like, wait a minute, you know, their, their solidarity with Ukraine is starting to get tested a little bit because they're realizing that deep stake is raking in the money, profiting from this war in Ukraine. Of course, Anthony freaking Blinken, the Secretary of State, he... Uh, he's mostly profiting through his private consulting company, the the West Exec, and I put the link in there if you want to dig into all of that. But of course, you know this little this little uh, trifle with the lefties sounding the alarm about making money off this war. That's happening while virtually all of the big tech companies and all of the mainstream media continue to censor evidence that the Ukrainian troops are sporting Nazi symbols just like the one in the report here today. Friends, hey, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com. Check out thetorchreport.com, uh, Torch Report 451. You'll see the picture of the Ukrainian troops sporting their spiffy Nazi flag all right next to NATO and the Azov Battalion. And, of course, friends, with... Uh, with all of the <laughs> with all the hand wringing over the illegal uh, immigrants overrunning the sanctuary state of Massachusetts, we were just talking about. I think it would also be a major oversight to miss the fact that uh, the Mexican cartels are basically in full control of the southern border, according to Texas Republican Myra Flores. She says, "El Myra, giddy up, boom, ba, boom, ba, ba, bow, bow." The Mexican cartels in full control of the southern border. Holy shnikes! What the hell is going on? Uh, Friends, I don't know. You know, I don't know if you caught CNN's announcement that we're we're still learning new things. We're still learning new things. And today, CNN, the audience at CNN, they're learning new things about the JFK assassination because that's really important. Now, let's go ahead and take a deep breath, shall we? <sighs> when I think about all of this insanity, what comes to mind is the fact that this too shall pass. All of it will pass, but it's going to take a while. It's going to take some blood, sweat, and tears. It's going to take some sacrifice, pain, and discomfort. It's going to take courage. It's going to take throwing caution to the wind and taking massive tactical action. That's what it's going to take. But this too shall pass. The pendulum will swing. Evil can only prevail so long as good men do not rise up. Uh, and only then, when the good men do rise up, can peace and justice be restored. I believe that with everything in me. I believe it even when I hear of the J6 political prisoners being tortured and abused by another round of COVID lockdowns and solitary confinement. That's kicking off today. I believe that, you know, <clears throat> the good men will rise up. I believe that good will prevail even when I see... Hospitals across the country imposing strict authoritarian COVID vaccine mandates upon health workers who've already been jabbed three or four times. I believe the good men will rise up even as news breaks. 
that schools across America are bringing masks back to the classroom, despite them being worse than worthless, worse than worthless and harmful to kids. They're bringing them back, friends. I believe that this too shall pass when the good people of the world finally stand up and make a stand. Government shutdown. Oh, no, the government's going to shut down. Friends, let it effing happen. Another election? What the hell? You know, what's the point in having another election when illegal aliens can vote, ballots can be printed, and, you know, bust across state lines, machines can be hacked, votes can be flipped, and the media can run cover for it all? Why are we having another election? You know, our country is rudderless right now, hopelessly lost. We are quickly sinking into the sea of global change. And friends, I'm here to tell you, I don't think there's a damn thing we can do about it. There is not enough duct tape and bubblegum in the whole world to repair our broken vessel. In this new post-truth era, lawlessness and evil abounds. And yet, within the midst of it all, friends, truth does exist. Life is still good. And this too shall pass. This will pass. It has to. Because, you know what? Nothing ever stays the same, right? So as sure as the tide ebbs and flows, this craziness will run its course and wreak its havoc before it goes. But life will go on. And life is still good, friends. You know, despite the very real suffering of everyday life by everyday people, despite the tyranny that's gripping the globe, despite the depopulation agenda and the fact that the commies really are taking over the world, despite the manufactured crises, despite the food shortages, despite the digital enslavement, inescapable socialist surveillance state, friends, despite any and every evil in the world, life is still good. I'm here to tell you, life is still good. <laughs> Just don't lose sight of the fact, you know? And when when we do lose sight of the fact that life is still good, when we get caught up in all the swirling shitstorm, uh, lose our mooring or what have you, when we lose sight of the fact that life is still good, we must use our secret weapon. And I'm sure you remember the secret weapon is to surrender. Surrender the story that this is the sad, miserable state of things and accept the circumstance just as it is. In this exact moment, it cannot be any other way than the way that it is. Period. Accept it and accept the gift of life just as it is. Surrender the story that this is a sad, miserable state of things. Accept the fact that we have the power of choice. You know, accept the gift of life just as it is. Peace is found in doing so, and clarity, and courage, and, and strength, and even stamina. And the truth is, friends, life is a gift. So what are you going to do with it today? You're going to write a new story. What are we going to do with it as a nation? We're going to write a new story. Many people are going to wallow in the mire of wishing things were different. Many will succumb to the self-pity, the self-indulgence, the self-soothing and self-centered living that is so commonplace in America today. And yet, from the midst of the masses... There will rise another group, a group of patriots who accept the gift of life just as it is, who delight in the dangers of living, who embrace the chance to make things right, and who embark on an inspired mission to rout out the tyrants once and for all and secure the blessings of liberty for their children and future generations. Friends, the time is nigh. Out of this evil, the good will rise. And that is the silver lining, friends. And that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, find the heart, click the heart, give me some love, subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace the thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.